Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello. I hope your day is going incredibly well. I hope that your month is going incredibly well and that all things are working together in your life. If they aren't, know this. We serve a risen Savior. And I just felt the need to tell you that. I'm excited about what we'll talk about today. Before we dive into this, I want to pause and remind you of a couple of things. One is Activate is coming soon. Now, if you're listening to this after September, you may have missed this iteration, but that's okay. It's coming back. And I don't want you to miss out on that. If you don't know about Activate, Activate is the course that I do twice a year. It's Activate Your Speaking Career. Go from overwhelmed and insecure to confident and equipped to take the message that God has given you to the stage, whatever that stage is in your life and whatever stage God is calling you to. So if you're interested, go to takethestagepodcast.com, click on activate and get on the waiting list. You'll be the first one to know about it. Also, don't forget the Facebook group. You know, we are growing like crazy over there. A lot is happening. And when I say a lot, people are sharing their one sheets. I'm giving feedback. That's the purpose of this group. It's to build community. It's to help you take the next step in your speaking career, speaking ministry, however you refer to this calling on your life. So let's dive into today. I want to talk to you about a question that came up quite a bit over these last many weeks. I've been out at conferences meeting you face-to-face, and a lot of people have asked this question. How do I find my signature message? How do I know what message I'm called to share? Here's a key. Listen well. I'm going to say that again. Listen well. If you're a note taker, I want you to write down, listen well. And then I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look in your Bible And this is what I want you to jot down. Hebrews 10.23. This will be in the show notes. Hebrews 10.23 reads, Let us hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Now, the confession of our hope is Jesus. We are holding on to him because he is faithful. If he has put a call on your life to share a message, he is faithful. He is faithful and true. You and I both know that as believers. So how do we take this scripture and just sink our hands into it, hold on to it with everything we have, and find our signature message? I'm going to go back to those words. Listen well. What scripture jumps out at you? Well, let's go back just a couple of steps. 
Are you making time to be in your Bible every day? Mm, That's a tough one, isn't it? I'm going to put a link in the show notes for a resource that my community manager, Andrea Lindy, just created. It's reading the Bible cover to cover in 365 days. This is a stunning resource. It's affordable. I think it was like 11 or 12 bucks on Amazon. Again, link in show notes. But every day she gives us at least a few chapters to read. I know you're going chapters. Yes, chapters. Day one started with Matthew, the first chapter, Acts, the first chapter, Genesis chapter one and two, and Psalms chapter one. Now, I know you just said, Mary, you just went one, two, three, four, five chapters in one day. Yes. But if that is overwhelming, you start with one chapter. You start with a paragraph or a section of scripture. You have to be in God's word to know what he is saying to you. That's one of the ways he speaks to us. Be in God's word. What is he saying to you? What scriptures, what stories are ones that just resonate with your soul? Maybe it's the woman at the well. Maybe that story of a woman who was so broken, such an outcast that she went to get water when none of the other women were there because she didn't fit in. Have you ever felt like that? I know I have. A woman who was divorced. Mm. Well, we don't know that she was divorced. We know that she had several husbands. I've had more than one husband. Yep, I'm divorced. And I wore that as a scarlet letter for a season in my life. Now, I don't hold it up and go, oh, I'm so proud of this. No, but I serve a God who redeems. Maybe it's the story of Esther for such a time as this. Maybe you have a story that you've just been put in a position for such a time as this. Maybe it's the story of feeding the 5,000. Maybe it's the story of Pentecost that just fires you up. There is a verse um, in Acts that I adore. Acts 17.28. And I'm going to read it to you. This is in the um, Holman Standard. For in him we live, move, and exist. Some versions read, in him we live, move, and have our being. I love that verse. And I have taught from that verse because it was just speaking to me at that moment in my life. One of my favorite, and if you've been here for a minute, you know this, is I love the book of Luke, specifically the story of Jesus calling Simon Peter. I have taught that from every viewpoint. Here's what I want you to think about. Think about your story, what God is doing in your life. And I want you to think about the scripture that speak to you. And then I really want you to just spend time in that passage, that book, that place. 
Now, I also want you to do the 365 days Bible reading, but I'm asking you to spend time there. Here's why. If you could see my Bible, you would see that this chapter 5 of Luke is written all over. Some of the notes is, Simon must have said yes when he was called. Because it doesn't say, it just says, Jesus said, put out into deep water and let down your nets. And Simon says, Master, we've worked hard all night long and caught nothing, but at your word, I'll let down my nets. He said yes. And then later I have, Simon's fate impacted his friends. They saw him take the step. And then another note is just kind of funny. Did they wash their nets again? Because you see, the nets were clean and that was a big deal. You cleaned them, you dried them, you stretched them. Did he have to do it again? And then one of the notes I have in purple and it's big and a lot of exclamation points is they left their catch. They left all those fish. This was the thing I wanted to speak on. I was in a season of life and, and just go with me for a minute. I had this incredible group of girlfriends. They were so precious to me. I was raising children. We were much younger. And those women, we met every Tuesday morning at 8.30. We dropped kids off and all raced to come together. We opened God's word and we started with a Beth Moore Bible study way back in the day. And then we went through every type of study. We did all manner of different authors and teachers. We did our own where we just opened the word, but we met just every single Tuesday during the school year. When the kids were out of school, it was a little harder, but we still made it happen. Once a month, we would go out and meet for Bible study and then leave and go and do lunch and shopping. We spent the day together. Those women were so important to my walk of faith. They held me accountable. And when I began speaking and teaching, I knew this is what God had called me to do and to talk about. And I looked and looked and looked through the Bible for a story of friendship that spoke to me. And there's beautiful stories of friendship, but none of them spoke to me until this. So seek and ye shall find. Your message is in this holy book. God has given you this story. He wants you to take the story he's given you and he wants you to show the world how he worked in and through you. And his word will teach you that. Because just to stand up and tell your story and say, God met me there, that's nice. But we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, as believers, that God's word does not return void. That I know so many people that studied Luke 5 because I was just so excited about it. And I was like, no, 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 you've got to read it again. Read it with fresh eyes. Look at it from this viewpoint. I want you to think about all of his friends, not just James and John, because they do drop their nets and they go with Peter to follow Jesus. Think about his other friends. Think about the ones that didn't go, but heard and likely, and I want to believe, came to a faith in a risen Messiah. 
get excited. God has for you your message. Now, take your personal story, what God is bubbling up in you, and open his word. He has something for you there. All right. You have a great rest of your day. I look forward to seeing you over on the Facebook group. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.